Hi guys, this is Melanie. And this is Akili. And you are tuning into the Goddess Files podcast, where we remind you to tap into your femininity, your creativity, and your feminine divine. Yes, period. <laughs> Yo, 111 just went. Oh my god. We aligned. It did. We are aligned, guys. <laughs> we are aligned. <laughs> So welcome back. We are actually talking about something that we kind of brought up on our last episode, mm-hmm. which is intuition. Yes, our superpower that we have that's unique to us. Yeah, our feminine, our feminine blessing that we've literally been given. Honestly, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> so we're going to be unpacking and discussing intuition. How to cultivate intuition, um, intuitive gifts, mm-hmm. all that nice stuff, and how the zodiac relates as well. Ooh, I'm gonna yes. like, probably like start off on that one because <laughs> I think you probably know more about that than me. But firstly, mm-hmm. what does intuition? Well, no, let me start from the, from the beginning. When mm-hmm. you first started to tap into your intuition consciously, because we always have it, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's what we have naturally, it's, it's there nonetheless. Mm-hmm. When you first started tapping into it, what did you notice different in your life? Mm, this is a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've been very tapped into my intuition from the time I was a child. Sis, what weren't you tapped into? Huh? What weren't you tapped into? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, everything in my life is just aligned. Everything is just so connected. Everything makes perfect sense. That is so crazy. But um, yeah, like I've been tapped into my intuition from uh, from the time I was a child. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can think back to when there'd be times that I'd be home. Sometimes I'd be home alone. And I might see some kind of like shadow person walking down the stairs towards me. And it sounds really scary, but like I've always been very tapped into the spiritual realm from from childhood, Mm. from the time I was a child. And like I had said in the beginning of the episode, like even in terms of my blackness, I was teased for being like a dark skinned girl and you know, having constant reassurance from my mom about, about you know, what it meant to be a dark-skinned girl, a Black girl growing up in this world, I became very um, spiritually connected to my skin. Everything in my life is just so aligned. Every, every, everything is just so connected in my life. Yeah, and so I, I feel like I've been, in terms of my intuition, I've always, always been very intuitive. And I think... It probably has to do with me being a water sign, actually. Probably. Honestly. Water signs are water signs are are very intuitive. So water signs being Scorpio, Cancer, Pisces, we're the three most intuitive signs of the zodiac. And so I honestly think that it's just very natural for me. I don't think it really has like a it started at any particular time. Mm-hmm. It's just been natural. It's just something that I've I've it's just an a gift that I've been blessed with from 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 the very beginning, honestly. Hmm, that makes sense. Because, like, from young as well, mm-hmm. I always was so in tune with what I felt to do and what I didn't feel to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I always could distinguish the difference between someone else's 
idea of what I should be doing and mm-hmm. my idea of what I should yes. be doing. And I feel yes. like that's really what intuition is. Mm-hmm. Like being able to differentiate between is this what you want to do or mm-hmm. is this what you think you should do mm-hmm. because of, you know, society or whatever. Mm-hmm. And from young, like, I feel like, honestly, my intuition kept me out of so much trouble. Wow. Explain. explain. Like, there's so many things that people my age were doing that I just wasn't doing. Same. Legit. (laughs) (laughs) Same. Like, I was never... That is wrong. I was never (laughs) one to be be captured by peer pressure. Like, I never... I never did... I never followed the crowd. I was very... I was... I was... I was such an individual. Like, Mm-hmm. I was always taught to me individuality. I was very unique. I was very different. I mean, yeah. that's, uh, everybody says that I'm so different. But, like, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, I, I kept to myself. And, yeah. I, and I always followed what I thought was the right thing for me to do. Yeah. I was never caught up in what other people were doing, like you said. Mm-hmm. I was never, you know, following the crowd. I always stayed in my own lane and I always did what was what felt authentic and what felt um aligned with my my core personal values. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too, but mine was a little bit more boring because it was cap because I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> so like it was intuition but it was also like so much logic like mainly that don't make no sense we have to remember <laughs> you you have pisces moon exactly so it was like my intuition and my logic working together mm. so it was so i was very like as i said it was a little bit boring sometimes mm-hmm. because when i got older is when i experimented and i started doing a lot of crazy shit <laughs> mm-hmm. i feel that that's when i started getting myself in trouble and i started mm-hmm. like you know but I mean, people our age were doing those things when they were younger. Mm-hmm. But I feel like my intuition just like saved me from... I'm not going to get too personal about yeah. it. But it definitely, it definitely kicked in yeah. at times where certain shit just didn't feel right. And then, like, I, was, I had a very independent childhood. Like, my parents weren't very um, strict. Mm-hmm. and they kind of like just allowed me to explore life and be free and you know just really understand things for myself mm-hmm. and like go out like you know we used to go out when we were young and um find our way back home and stuff from parties and stuff from like a really young age mm-hmm. and do, thinking back on that doing that with the average child if you are not tapped into your intuition I don't think that a parent would actually trust trust the child to do those things i feel like i had a different experience you do I, I think my parents were very much so <laughs> they were very you know what after at 12 o'clock we're coming for you you don't have to find your way home like we're really gonna be, we're gonna be we're gonna be in st Lawrence gap picking you up at 12 o'clock midnight <laughs> Really? Yeah. I don't remember that because we would still be partying. Or that was really girl. Older. That was only that was only the only thing that would happen is if I slept over by you. <laughs> oh my gosh, I did not know that. We had <laughs> such a different experience. Oh my god. <laughs> like I feel like I was raised by hippies. <laughs> like low key, that is wild. Like 
my mom would just be like sleeping and she just be like you go off on your way home <laughs> I, I I never can't relate <laughs> I mean okay if it was like if I called her and I needed her she would come mm-hmm. yeah but you know it was just like well I dropped you you're safe I'm sure you can find a way home you have a way you have a way home right yes I always organize the way home first yeah and you know she would just that was just it I do not I cannot for the life of me understand why she trusted me at such a young age to make the right decisions which I did is what I'm trying to say what's her sign I'm curious she's a Pisces she's very intuitive yeah I she, she so. yeah so she she trusts you I, I feel I was. I that's definitely what it is I feel like if she if she had if something was telling her that you were um, that you were going to be in some kind of danger, I don't think she would have been so lenient. That's true. So I think the main fact that you were able to just go and explore your own, it mm-hmm. means that her intuition told her that you were good, you were safe, like you were protected. That is crazy. Honestly, that's what, that's what, that's what I think. That is true, though. And, you know, I think she told me something like that the other day. She was just like... You know, I let you do those things because I knew that you weren't going to do anything crazy. Like, I trusted you. hmm And she probably... Our parents probably don't even really understand what intuition is really like that. No, they. I don't think they grew up being... I, th- I think our parents grew up in a very religious-heavy age. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I was thinking about today? Mm-hmm. The mere fact, right? We're in the age of Aquarius. So... Mm-hmm. Think about the kind of conversations you will be having at your dinner table versus what you, the conversations you grew up having. Like, I was listening to a podcast today with a girl who's a channeler. Like, she's, um, she deals with, like, shadow work and all those yeah. things and dream, dream interpretation. And she was, like, she's been reading The Alchemist from the age of 13. That is crazy. Like, at dinner, it was normal to talk about dream interpretation at 13. Like, her family were, like, um, spiritualists, and they were, like, into that stuff. And she's, like, around our age now, you know, she's a full-grown woman. So, the mere fact that people were having those conversations, but just thinking now, in this time, like, when we're raising our kids, we're going to be having these conversations. Honestly, I went into the crystal shop the other day, and I saw this mom and her daughter, and they were seriously getting into the crystal. Like her mom was, her mom was telling her daughter what every single crystal meant, what crystal oh she was drawn to. I th- I looked I at them, that. and I was I was so amazed. I was like, imagine this is probably how we're gonna be with our kids, like Bro, taking them. Crazy. We're gonna be taking our kids to to crystal shops <laughs> or to me- metaphysical stores. It. Just the thought of it, it makes me really oh, excited. Like, <laughs> instead of therapy, we can be taking them to a shadow work class. <laughs> Bruh, it That's is so insane. progressive. Not it is. Crazy. Like, we grew up not even talking about sex around our parents. We. <laughs> <laughs> Just ignore it until... Like- they, this, they, they don't even speak of it. They don't even think about it. It, it, it just, you don't know what it is. Are you missing the cinema, but you don't actually want to risk going to the cinema, especially at this time? Do you know that there's a black owned company that basically brings the cinema to you in your backyard? 
The Backyard Entertainment Company has these big screens, great quality projectors, and sound that makes you able to put just about anything on the screen in the comfort of your backyard. Watch a favorite movie with your girlfriends, watch a game with the boys, play video games with the squad, or even sing karaoke on a Sunday. The Backyard Entertainment Company is the company for you. You can follow them on Instagram at Backyard Entertainment Co. That's Backyard Entertainment CO on Instagram to make your booking. You know, when you deal with certain men, you will feel like your energy is being sucked from you. And that mm-hmm. actually, like I was actually mentioning this today, like how when you are dealing with certain toxic male energies, obviously this is a podcast geared more towards women. If we have male viewers, let us know. But, um, you know, a three, about- 3% of our viewers are males. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is cute. Just- I love it. <laughs> but, um, no, like, when you deal with toxic male energy or even female energy but specifically toxic male energy that actually sucks your femininity away from you Mm -hmm. like it actually uh, it actually imbalances your sacral chakra Mm -hmm. and that's why so many of us have wounded feminine um energies because we're dealing with men who don't who haven't healed themselves exactly and and it it actually affects our intuition Mm -hmm. and it you know it puts it pushes it so far back in the background Mm -hmm. that we we just continue a cycle of making wrong decisions um dealing with toxic men and all those things but you see those moments like this is why i value um what's the word it's not abstinence. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, like, celibacy? Celibacy. At least for a small period of time after you finish deal with somebody. Mm. I feel like that's so important for for developing. And like... Um, I just always run out of words to say. Just basically healing your yeah. wounded feminine so that you can tap back into your intuition. I feel like celibacy actually helps with that. Mm. because like no you you're focusing on yourself your self work Mm -hmm. your self love rebalancing yourself and all those things and that for me personally that really helped me to tap back into my intuition consciously like that that time where I just it was just about me and learning who I am, learning what I like. Because the truth is, intuition is a big part of knowing yourself. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you really... you. There's no real difference between knowing yourself and intuition, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think about it, they're kind of the same thing. I feel that. Ish. I have a question. Yeah. Because you were talking about... Um you know, dealing with the wounded masculine mm-hmm. um, and how that can negatively affect us and our, intu- and our intuition. Yeah. Um, if we as women have intuition, what do guys have? Because I, I feel like intuition is unique to us, but mm-hmm. what, what do guys have? Like, <laughs> it's so funny I talk about this today too. But, like, do um, do they guys... just call theirs gut feelings? Or? Nah, they have intuition. 
Because you mm. have to remember that there is masculine and feminine in, in both of us, male mm-hmm. and female. True, that's true. right. However, with because we've grown up in such a male world, this is a man's world, it's a mm-hmm. woman's world now, but mm-hmm. grown up in a man's world their intuition they don't they don't a lot of men don't even realize we, i think we have mentioned this a lot of men don't even realize that they have that feminine energy true and get apparently male periods so what so what you're saying is that intuition it is not necessarily unique to us women but unique to the feminine energy yes exactly. okay okay exactly. okay okay got you i got you exactly so if you are if you are a transgender and you're very feminine, you probably have really, really strong intuition. Intuition. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not... That's why, like, you would find, like, men who are very, 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 very metrosexual. Mm-hmm. Like, they they relate to us a lot and they probably have a lot more female friends than male friends. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they're, you know, they're not straight or anything. It's just that they have they usually gravitate towards that intuitive energy, all things feminine like that. Mm-hmm. I personally realize that in like some men. But yeah, it's not, it is special to us in the sense that it is our core being. Mm-hmm. And it is what basically drives everything that we do as women. Mm-hmm. But yeah, men definitely have it. But we know how to use it a little bit more. Yeah. Because for me, like, intuition is the subconscious and mm-hmm. and the masculine energy, which is, like, logic and stuff like that, is the conscious. That's an interesting way to put it. Yeah. Because, like, intuition is all, all spirituality. Mm-hmm. It's, like, everything that your spirit is involved with. And mm-hmm. the masculine energy is very physical... It's very um, worldly, very critical, very logical. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all of the older things. <clears throat> but the feminine is more like spirit and all those things. So we can actually see a lot more men like tapping into that. No. I feel like because intuition is a gift. Mm-hmm. And like any gift that you have, such as singing, such as cooking, such as, you know, sports, um, with all gifts, you have to practice and you have to nurture and maintain your gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you personally try to cultivate or strengthen or sharpen your intuition? Honestly, I've been practicing it all week. So, like, for me, it is whenever my gut, um, my intuition tells me to do something, I do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not questioning it. I'm not um, second-guessing it. I'm just mm-hmm. doing it. So, I've been practicing that it that this week because, you know, it's cancer season. Emotions are really high. Like, I feel like with the emotions being really high, like, I have a lot of self-doubt. Mm-hmm. So, like, my self-doubt has been really high because of cancer season. Mm-hmm. So... Um. So, just trusting my intuition one time like that is one thing that I I do to practice. Mm-hmm. I'm not questioning it, not asking what the result could look like. If my intuition says it, maybe we should define what intuition feels like. 
you want to you want to describe what it feels like to you and to me yeah um to me intuition looks or feels like i think it's i think it's different for each person okay. honestly mm-hmm. so for me my intuition looks like sometimes i just have an instant knowing right and you call you call that one clear cognizance so there are different clairs which are okay. different um intuitive or psychic gifts mm-hmm. um my intuition is channeled through um clear cognizance and mm-hmm. sometimes clear sentience so whereas mm-hmm. clear cognizance clear cognizance <laughs> is um is psychic knowing mm-hmm. clear sentience is psychic feeling so mm, okay my intuition and and then um just for um informational purposes there's there's also clear audience which is psychic hearing so these people hear really? things in their heads and then there's clairvoyance which is psychic seeing so people see visuals um interesting now i need to figure out which one i am <laughs> So for me, my intuition is it, it, it looks like just I just know things to be true mm-hmm. without really? any clear without any clear like explanation or understanding. I just I just I just know that things are true. And okay. then other other times I might have this feeling, it might feel like sensations in like my stomach, or it might feel mm-hmm. like um like tingles on my skin. But mm-hmm. like it it I just have like a feeling, but it more so is is just clear cognizance where it's just I just I just know I just I just know things to be true without any reasoning I, I just know really and so yeah right so, so cool for, so for me I guess that's like a Scorpio my my is <laughs> uh my water sign yeah. gifts um somebody call you no oh oh um, <laughs> 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 but like yeah so for me intuition just Looks like I just I just know things to be true. Mine mine is very that my crown chakra is <laughs> it unlocked. It is activated. <laughs> my crown chakra is activated. That's how I and I think the clairvoyance, their 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 main chakra is like their third eye because that's uh-huh. psychic seeing. I don't know what the other ones are actually, but yeah, my my crown chakra is, is very much so activated. And so I just, that's just what it looks like for me. What, what about you, actually? Mm-hmm. Like, what does intuition look or feel like for you? Well, you, you mentioned one about voices in your head. Mm-hmm. That's me. Really? Like I, have, I have, I always have two voices. I always have two voices. One that I speak with and one that's in my head. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think it's a Gemini thing, though. Because... Yeah, I think it's. I think that might be a Gemini thing because you know Gemini are the twins. Yeah, but it's always like two. Yeah, two opposing thoughts. Kind so of. you might be clear audience. What's that? Which like that? hearing. Huh. That might be you. How? Ask me that. So, like people who are clear audience, they receive mm-hmm. messages. Like they hear, they hear things in their minds or in their in their brains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> like my brain is is just like it's it's like I answer myself. Mm. It is the most bizarre thing. Like sometimes I even have a thought in my head and I have to say it out loud. 
to know if it's true or not. That's amazing. Because it's like the voice in my head, you know, it it's like another mm-hmm. thought. And then when I say out loud, it like either confirms it or it it shows that it's false. Mm-hmm. So like if I know I have the because it's almost like a urge, like now that I understand nothing is coincidence, everything connects. Mm-hmm. When I, I usually have this urge in the back of my throat, is like my throat chakra just like booming at, yeah. these, at these certain points. Yeah. And I have to say what is in my head. When wow. I feel like sometimes I don't have to say that thing, I know that is false. Mm. Or I know that like it is not, it's just a passing thought, or it is like a trauma that I haven't dealt with. Or it's um, some shadow energy coming through, mm-hmm. but um, but if I speak, if if there's that like burning sensation in my throat where I have to say hello, like, I literally be talking to myself all the time. <laughs> it's actually people say it's crazy, but I don't believe so. You know, I feel like there's so much power in your voice mm-hmm. that we take advantage of. Like we don't even actually realize like, how powerful our voices can be and just like speaking to confirm things mm-hmm. and I feel like that's what happens to me when I speak it that is like my intuition and yeah. that is like confirmation that this is the thing I'm supposed to do I mean obviously there's certain thoughts in my head that I know I just know like it's just a gut feeling like I just mm-hmm. know that I'm supposed to do that and I don't have to say it out loud but majority of the time I have to speak it out mm-hmm Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I like me sound crazy. And like one of our friends, she is clear. She's in clear empath, so mm. which is like a branch of clear sentience. But like you know, if you guys know what um empaths or empathy means, is these people have the ability to feel the emotions of other people. That's her intuitive gift. The- and she's Scorpio rising, I think she is. Yeah. Yeah, she's Scorpio rising. Yeah. So um, if you have, like, water sign placements, like heavy water sign placements in your chart, then mm-hmm. most likely your intuition is probably um, very much mm-hmm. so activated. So, like, if you have Scorpio in your chart, Pisces in your chart, or Cancer in your chart, um, most like, more than likely you're probably going to be very intuitive. And it's cancer season also, so yeah, our intuitions are probably running wild amongst mm-hmm. the, the many retrogrades that are taking place. Like it's probably oh. a very confusing time with the stars right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, wild, wild stuff going on. But I do have to say though, like even if you do not have strong water placements, you still will have intuition. Yes, like right yes, now, yes. personally, I'm working on. Um, my empath energy mm-hmm. so like in a sense where when I go in a room I can read people yeah and their energies because you like we have to train our our I guess psychic power mm-hmm. right right phrase we have to train it because everybody has it not everybody has it as strong as other people mm-hmm. not everybody has the same kind of um, powers and stuff like that but I do have a little bit of the um I don't want to, I can't really say that I have, okay, when I go in a room, I could feel the energies. Like, I yeah. feel everybody's energies around me at all times. Mm-hmm. At all times, I can mm-hmm. feel if somebody's either uncomfortable, 
I yeah. can feel if they're staring at me. I can feel if they are questioning my energy. I mm-hmm. I can feel those things. But I've never, I've always ignored it. Mm-hmm. Because to me, it was just like, okay, well, that's just people. For me, it's the same thing. But for me, it's just like, I just know. Like, I can just... <laughs> like, it probably sounds confusing, but like, I can walk into a room and I, I just know, like, okay, this girl across the room... She's she's probably feeling away about something or or like it's just all in my head. Like wow. I I process things in my head at like it's cra- my, I I don't even know how to explain what goes You're on in crazy. my head. <laughs> You're quacky. That was good. Probably, but like even like even in my relationships, I always I just know when the end is near. I when the end is oh, coming. Wow. <laughs> I just, I literally know. Like, in my last relationship, I knew, I just knew. I, I knew. <laughs> I knew. So when it happened, I wasn't, I was shocked. But then it was just like, you knew this. Like, <laughs> you knew. Which is probably why I was able to get over it so fast. Because I just knew. God! <laughs> <laughs> But let's Literally. talk about, like, now that you brought it up, let's talk about how we ignore our intuition in relationships, though. That was me. <laughs> let's talk about it. That was me. I Girl. ignored it heavy, oh heavy, heavy, God. heavy, heavy. We be ignoring it, though. Yeah. Like, looking at it, Akili, I mean, we looking at it dead on, you know. Like, we talked about this the other day, how we saw all the red flags, and we just was like, my eyes closed, but I can't see it, <laughs> <laughs> it's the craziest and I don't know why us women we do it to ourselves because mo- listen I'm telling you in relationships women we, women we just know when things are off we just we know freaking know dog we know and we ignore it we ignore <laughs> it because the thing is is that I think a lot of uh, um slightly off topic I'm really sorry guys but I just want to bring it into context like I feel like a lot of times when we're in relationships, uh, we always we just always feel as though we're never gonna find somebody better than the person that we're with. Oh wow! And so we yeah. we take on a lot of nonsense, or, or we prolong the relationship, even though we just know the relationship is not gonna last. Is the relationship is is getting to a dead end, and we just ignore it because we're scared that we're never gonna find anybody better than who we're with. And I I don't know what we do it to ourselves, honestly. And I think on top of, like, being scared that we're not going to find anybody, it's also so... I don't want to say it's easy. Let me talk about my personal experience. Mm -hmm. Before, it was easy to convince me that you were changing. Mm -hmm. All all I needed to know is that you wanted to change. Mm -hmm. Show me it for, like, a week. And okay, I'm good Mm -hmm. with that. Yeah. That... Because I feel that in a way, somehow, that settles our intuition and it kind of, it kind of like drowns out the noise, mm-hmm. at least for a little bit. Like it almost yeah. like, um, makes us feel like, oh, intuition wasn't right. So I think that because we actually spend so much time ignoring our intuition, we start to not believe it as a real thing. Mm-hmm. And we start to think that it's just this, it's just this whatever you know it's just this mm-hmm. thought it's just this feeling you know you had that feeling but look at what's happening now yeah but it it doesn't invalidate 
that your intuition was kicking you in mm-hmm. the ass and you mm-hmm. were ignoring it. <laughs> like, I literally have visual experiences of me knowing that I should not be in a particular situation. Knowing yeah. so well. Everything within my intuition is just like, Melanie, you know how this can end up. As you said, you know how it can end. You know when it can end. You know why it can end. Yeah. You know, <laughs> what I look like. Like I had all these signs. And I know that so many of us women have it too. Mm-hmm. I tell women all the time, if you feel like you should not be in that relationship, you probably should not be. Mm-hmm. If you feel like he is doing something wrong, he probably is. He probably is. You may not listen by what it is. Exactly. But you develop that intuition, sis, and I'm sure you'll be able to point out, oh, he he um he lied to me about something. You you will be able to point out. You know. You literally just know. You honestly just know me. Like there's so many times where I was just like, I know this man lying to me. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like we are not accustomed trusting our intuition. Mm -hmm. So when it actually is just like red alert, red alert, red alert. Yeah. We are just like, well, I have no evidence. I haven't seen him do it. That's just a thought that I have. Who mm-hmm. says that this thought is real? <laughs> you know, we all of them things we mm-hmm. just stick our head to just justify um not trusting our intuition. Because we just we're just not accustomed being told that trust your gut. Well mm-hmm. that doesn't like people say trust your gut all the time, but do we actually do it? That's true. We don't. We don't. And I think that because we spend so much time knowing that we should trust our gut, but actually not doing it, it's become dormant. Mm-hmm. So now is really the time to really be tapping into that, really practicing it. How do you practice yours? I was just about to get into that. Mm -hmm. Um, Up to last night, I did it. Mm -hmm. So on YouTube, because I I watch a lot of um, spiritual, I have, like, I watch a lot of spiritual people on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And there are these exercises, these intuitive exercises that you can do where the person would help you to train your intuition. So, for Mm -hmm. example, she would have, like, a box, and she would have three items, and she would tell you, okay, look at these three items, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and ask yourself, which item is she going to put in the box? And you have to guess which one she's going to put in the box. Most times I get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess because I, I do these exercises often to help mm-hmm. train my intuition. I just, mm-hmm. I just ask myself, um, okay, what item is she going to put in the box? Sometimes I may trace my finger over the screen. Uh, whichever one is warmer is the one that I would choose. Oh, my God. But like, you could do exercises like that on YouTube where you have to guess like what the per- what number the person's gonna choose, or you have to guess like what item the person's gonna put in this box. So you have to guess which mm-hmm. candle this person's gonna blow out. It's really really good to help you um, sharpen that intuition. And then besides that, just in like your day to day life, what I would say is, um, I think for me, and I think I saw a quote that said something similar where it says, "Your first thought is a correct mm-hmm. answer mm. if you have if you have to second guess yep. yourself you're going off track 
Yeah. Because you just, your intuition, you just, you just know. Yeah. So always go with your first thoughts. Hmm. Sometimes wow. when I'm in school, when I'm in school, I remember, I remember this. Oh my God. This was probably one of my, my peak moments in my life in terms of <laughs> my intuition. I took this midterm exam. This thing was so hard. I looked at the questions. I didn't even know how to answer so many of these questions. But what I literally did, no, honestly, Melanie, what I did was that I went through A, B, C, D. And uh-huh. my intuition, my intuition kicked okay. into high gear. I literally, Melanie, listen, I literally just followed my intuition. Whatever let her look like it would be for the right, for the, look, whatever uh, let her look like it would be right for the question, I would, I would, um, I would shadow it in. I literally got A plus on the midterm. Bruh. And I literally knew nothing. I knew nothing. Akili. That midterm was hard. I remember I remember when I got what my grade. I swear I could have I could have promised I failed this exam. I was like, oh my goodness, I failed this midterm. Oh my goodness, it's gonna look so bad on my on my um, transcript. I got A plus by just following my intuition. Akili my head hurt him. But Again. I don't. I don't. I don't want to recommend anybody study. <laughs> that was the only oh. time I did something like that. I was very studious. Oh I made sure God. to study, and I made sure to. I graduated with first class honors. Okay, she's was a nerd. She is. That was the nerd. only case. That was the only case in which I had to. I had to trust in my intuition to help me out. <laughs> that is actually crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I actually like you know you have me wanting to do these intuition tests on on YouTube. See how like you definitely should. You definitely this, this should. This probably a good time to even do those now too. Mm-hmm. Be that is, is. wild. Mm-hmm. Give me an example. A plus. Questions. Huh? Give me an example. Actually, I'm gonna do one with you now. I'm gonna do one with you now. <laughs> oh God. Now, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> test Melanie's intuitive skills. <laughs> Wait, Melanie, wait. are you listening? Oh uh, yeah. Okay, I'm, there's, okay, I'm using numbers one to four. So one, two, three, four, right? I have a number between one to four in my head. So take a deep breath and try to guess what number I have in my head. I have, I have the number. And you guys can do it too. And let me know if you, get, if, if you all get it as well. I'm going to give you all a second. For some reason, my mind just telling me three. Between three or four. But it leaning towards three. I'm going to stick with three. <laughs> Are you sure? Final answer? <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel it's three. It is three. But really? Yeah. Wait, you, no, you, you shouldn't me again. Let me tell you what happened. Three, three was the number I had in my head, but then mm-hmm. I switched it to two last minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but three, three but, was the oh original number that I had in my head. But Akili, you know, I felt like there was a switch, like there was like a, I am not sure because oh, I, I was really like, it's between three. Yes, because I was like, it's between two numbers. Like it, it doesn't seem like a solid yeah. thought she has. Yo, that is, that is crazy. It was three when I said one to four. The first thing that popped in my head was three, but then I was like, okay. She's probably going to get three. So let me do two. <laughs> That's crazy. See, I felt your Scorpio energy trying to fuck me up. That's what I was. That's what I was. I felt you. I felt okay, you. do it to me. Do it to me. Okay, okay. I'm thinking of a number between 
five to ten. Mm-hmm. I'm making yours harder because you're a Scorpio. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Between five to ten. Mm-hmm. Which number am I thinking of? Okay. Oh, take a deep breath. Between five and ten. I don't know why I have this one number just constantly <laughs> in my head. It's gonna be really it's gonna be really embarrassing to forget this one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I'ma just go with my gut and say six. Uh, what was it? It was seven. Oh my gosh. It was <laughs> But I can low you. I can low you because at first I was like five, so I wasn't, I wasn't too settled neither. Okay, okay, okay. I can low you. I can low you. I can low you. Because I know you top ten. The point of this, guys, is that you can do these things on YouTube. Yeah, and with your friends, with your girls, introduce them to, to these things. Now is the time, especially with everything going on. Now is the time to just strengthen on just just. Strengthen your, your intuitive skills, your intuitive gift. Yeah. And We're going to need it now more than ever. Oh, God. Tell me about it. And, you know, in you raising your friend's vibration, you're raising yours, too. Mm-hmm. Because, like, energy doesn't die, you know? Mm-hmm. And all of our energies contribute to what is happening in this universe, in this world. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not a isolated situation. None of us are guilt-free because we've all had negative thoughts that have contributed to bad things happening mm-hmm. um so we all have to take responsibility and look out for our other goddesses you know i'm really yeah. i really just encourage one another to really tap in and get a, a deeper sense of of self-worth mm-hmm. because it because really being in tune with your intuition develops your self-worth on another level mm-hmm. and your confidence too yeah so, what's a way that you because like for me i feel so confident when i can just tell people i just know i'm not, I, my energy is not there mm-hmm. i i i just know that i will not have a good time mm-hmm. and and that is me actually just knowing that that particular thing is just not for me I did that a lot with you guys. You did. <laughs> I, I did that I a lot with you guys. You and Kiara. Yeah. Um, because I just go off of my energy. I just go through my days and my day goes according to like how, how I'm feeling energy-wise, what my energy levels are like. So for example, yeah. I know I don't, I don't like the beach as much as my friends love the beach. Mm-hmm. And so I know if I agree to go to the beach with my friends, I'm not going to have a good time. And then mm-hmm. if my vibe is low, it's going to make the, the collective vibe low. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, I don't really want to be the cause for people just being low vibrational. Yeah. So I'm going to just sit this one out because I just know that this, this particular thing is not for me. Mm-hmm. Or even if it's something like you guys want to go to Iceland's. Mm-hmm. I know, okay, if I Who's go, walking in? There was a time we went to Iceland. <laughs> I literally fell asleep at the table. <laughs> I'm such an introvert, guys. I'm, I, my social battery is very, very... It drains very quickly. But I don't enjoy Iceland's latest, so I don't know if that is a social battery or... 
<laughs> but like yeah like some you just really need to just trust your intuition if you're not feeling something trust your gut just 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 be honest with with your yeah. loved ones and tell them yeah. you know hey you know what guys i ain't really feeling the best today yeah Sorry, i know you guys are probably disappointed but like you gotta put yourself first at the end of the day period and then when you put yourself first you actually ben it actually benefits other people around you yeah how how would you how would you say that it does because okay like for for like for example what i just said like mm-hmm. i knew that if i went to the beach i would not be mm-hmm. having a good time mm-hmm. like my my energy would be low my vibe would be low i'd be miserable and that would reflect in my friends around me mm-hmm. my I friends guess. who are also women one of those women are, are is an empath <laughs> yeah <that's> so <laughs> i have to think about like how i'm gonna affect the collective that is so true interesting so do you think that um because i know like entrusting your intuition that your intuition works based off of where you are in your spiritual journey at that mm-hmm. particular point mm-hmm. um however it is not an excuse mm-hmm. and the reason i wanted to make that clear not like talking about your beach thing like that mm-hmm. is if you ever want to work on that that's your thing mm-hmm. but people use um yeah i just not feeling it as mm-hmm. excuses out of situations mm-hmm. and like that's something that i actually realize in the spiritual community now and something that i am trying to consciously not do something that i've probably done before is use spirituality as an excuse to like mm-hmm. to indulge in fear to indulge in um you know maybe not doing work because i want to meditate mm-hmm. so i'm not doing any work today because i just want to meditate mm-hmm. so how do you differentiate between actual laziness slash fear or doubt versus your intuition I feel like there really, I I personally feel like there really is no need to differentiate between the two because you would all, really? you will know, you will know when you're being lazy. Mm, That's true. Like you will know, you just, you will know. Like I'm just being lazy right now. Like I don't think there's a case where you have to differentiate between the two. Hmm. So just in- interconnected, really. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. You just gotta be honest with yourself and your and your, yeah. and your people. Yeah, yeah. I if you honestly really learning yeah. to be honest, mm, that's an in, that's an important point. Yeah, because we don't we aren't honest with ourselves a lot of the time. Well, we uh, we haven't grown up being very honest because we've we've been told don't do that, don't think that, stop that, no. Mm-hmm. So we don't, you know, already already intuition from the time we were young is mm-hmm. stifled is. Uh, is seen as a child does not have any any thoughts of their own and they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So it's like now you have to like learn to actually be honest with yourself and what mm-hmm. that looks like. Yeah. Yo, that That's is so crazy. Interesting. Wow. Just thinking about that now is so wild because like so many of our thoughts when we were young, we mentioned this too in the last podcast again. Mm-hmm. that so many of our thoughts when we were young aren't ours mm-hmm. and children are the most intuitively connected beings placed on this earth yes 
kids know. You want to know what I think it is? Actually, I don't know if this makes sense. I was just going to feed this idea and you let me know if it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I see women as being, we have portals inside of us. Our womb is literally a portal. I agree. Which, I agree. Trans, which transports people from other dimensions to this dimension. I agree. Right? And so I think that because children are so fresh out the portal, that they have a, they have an intuition, they they have a connection to the spiritual realm more than we can even comprehend because they wow. they literally just came through the portal. Wow! <laughs> they, they you know so they were latched cool. onto us um by our breath through breastfeeding, and so. And I always found it interesting how people said how people say that children under seven will always go to heaven. I always found yeah. that really interesting. But seven is a really special number too. It is. That's a really important. That's probably number. why you chose seven in, in that intuition exercise. No, I was into I was intuitively connected. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Laverne by Mali Rene is a Barbadian-owned lingerie and ready-to-wear brand made by women for women. It's a brand focused on helping you as the goddess tap into your feminine divine, tap into your sensuality, and really just embrace everything authentic about yourself. If you're looking for more information and you want to find out more about this brand and how you can purchase and get in tune with your goddess energy, you can find them at Laverne, L-A-V-E-R-N-B-Y-M-R on Instagram. Or you can find them on their website, which is L-A-V-E-R-N-B-Y-M-R.com. Be sure to check them out. Show them some love. And get your goddess on. But honestly, children are amazing. I wouldn't doubt that if you under um seven, seven you're going straight to heaven yeah i think so because, too as you said like i do believe it's a portal and when we say portal guys it's like okay we've lived multiple lives before and um at some point you just go into spiritual realm you just become a spiritual guy yes mm-hmm. but until you reach that point you reincarnate and you reincarnate it's why children some children actually come out well not come out to do womb talking but when they get a little bit older they actually start speaking on things that they have no clue about mm-hmm. that they just they just know yeah like you will hear a child say a word and you just like how you learn that yeah like, where did you learn this word yeah that's <laughs> like, so true how do you know how to do this specific thing like and then they have some kids that would like recite um things that they've seen before Mm-hmm. How can you explain that? They ain't see it nowhere. They ain't see it nowhere. Seven resonates with the vibrations and energies of collective consciousness, faith, and spirituality. That explains it. That explains it. Seven is about inner wisdom, psychic abilities, intuition. So seven might be your number, sis. Mine? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know what's your life path? Mine is one. But, Which makes no sense to me, but it is what it is. You keep saying that, but I, why does it not make sense? One is a good number. I, I just don't beginning. really see.
see, I just don't see myself as having those leadership qualities that, that like, five number one stipulates says you are a leader. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let me, let me read what it says. Read what so it says. So, this says. website tells me that uh-huh. if you have a life path number of one, you're a hard worker, a passionate leader, mm-hmm. and at the same time, a creative and artistic soul, which I think I am, actually. Yeah. It's just the leader part that I have a hard time. Why don't you think you're a leader? Like, your visions and your ideas have always been individualistic. That's the thing. I see myself as being individualistic, but I don't think I see myself as being a leader in the sense in the sense of, like, I don't really care for people following me. But that is a leader mentality. Just Ooh. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's interesting. What's your life path number? Mine is nine. What does nine say? Let me see. Nine is humanitarian. Mm-hmm. That's all I really know about it, to be honest. I'm Italian right now. Yeah, hook me up with some. I'm Italian right now. Honestly, I have a hard time comprehending this whole concept of numerology, though. I feel like who who came up with the concept of a number? Your spirit guides. Mm-hmm. That's one of the ways they communicate with you. So, like for me, I that's I guess they communicate with me this way because it. I'm not ready to experience any extraterrestrial or like what is called them out of body experiences, like astral projections and where you're seeing ghosts and stuff like that. I am not mentally ready for that. So mm. the way that they communicate with me is through numbers. So do you oh. know how they're like? So it's like a nice, you know, it's just like a I'm guiding you into higher vibrations, just gently. Mm-hmm. So numbers is really, really like prevalent in my life but there's some people who like do astral projection calmly and um have like out of body experiences and they see they have like dreams that really talk to them like i have dreams like that sometimes but for me it's mostly numbers that i'm communicating with but apparently it's because your spirit guides will communicate with you in a way that makes you feel safe because mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do they're supposed to make you feel safe mm-hmm. um so when you do have like um a dream that is maybe scary mm-hmm. it is it may seem scary but when you actually change your perspective you realize that it is in a way to keep you safe from the future harm if you get what i'm saying mm. yeah at least i think that's what it is google it i found like pop number nine. Oh, finally so it says, if you have life path number nine, you this is the number of a leader. Um, you have a bearing and composure about you that projects projects a self a sense of utter confidence, which draws people to you like flies. Like that is you, Melanie. Listen, you draw people, people in. People be turned on this word confidently is water. I don't even think it's, it's confidence. I just feel like you have this, this aura about you, which is so, it's so inviting for people. Interesting. It says you're an extremely generous soul, care deeply and passionately about those less fortunate than yourself. You're always willing to give parts of yourself away to help others. Although unlike the equally self-sacrificing six, you would never think to consider this an impingement on your time because you don't feel obligated. Actual facts. 
interesting because i I really want to get into humanitarianism Mm. charity work well i mean i work with a charity now Mm -hmm. but i really want to like really get into that because i don't know i just love helping people it just gives me life I like how this I like how this this, this this blog puts it. It says nine takes the shape of a spiral. This reflects mm-hmm. the combined motion of creativity and evolvement. So those born on the nine life path have great potential for creative thinking, artistic output, and rapid evolution of the mind, the emotions, and or the body. Mm-hmm. Nine enables you to live a life full of love, accomplishment, and personal satisfaction. But you must accept that feelings are what you came into this life to express and understand. Oh, the wow. nine life path is indeed an emotional one. Nine is the most complicated of all the numbers and the most difficult to make sense of. So until you understand its evolutionary purpose, life can seem like an eternal roller coaster. Trauma after trauma may be experienced until you finally accept that emotion is what you're here to learn about. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Could, could that be any more factual? <laughs> I feel like all day I just be battling my emotions. Not even battling. I should say battling. Mm-hmm. I am learning to grow with my emotions. All day. All day. But I thought I was just everybody. I really <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I don't know if I'm going to leave it that part or not. Thank you guys so much for this this episode. I think this was a really, really interesting episode. Yeah, this one was fun. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. Um, I feel well, you guys like... enjoyed it too. And I, I hope that we cleared up some, like, you know, maybe, like, some mis- misinterpretations about intuition and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. And as usual, you guys can follow us on Instagram at Goddess Files Podcast. You can fo- follow me, Akili, on Instagram at Akili E. Ken, which is A-K-I-L-I-E-K-E-N. And Melanie? At M-E-L-A-N-I-E. What? R-E-N-E-E-T. I always mess it up. Um, you can find me there on Instagram. And um, once again, we hope that we encouraged you even just a little bit to tap further into what makes you magical, what makes you a manifester, what makes you a creator. Mm-hmm. That's so powerful. Bye. Bye. <laughs>